Welcome to the One Drink with John podcast. Today is episode 37, a very different St. Patty's Day with Jessica Lemon. Hi, everybody. Hi, Jessica. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Awesome. What what are we drinking today on this St. Patty's Day 2020? We are not having a quarantini, although I've seen the recipe. You've had a couple quarantinis this week, (laughs) I think, so far, but... uh... Um... We had a an Irish car bomb, which is Irish whiskey and Bailey's dropped into a Guinness. Yeah, it's one of our favorite drinks. When, We've been drinking yeah. it for years yeah. since we worked in Outback, actually. Very so. traditional Lemon St. Patrick's family. Day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Treat. Absolutely. And now we're just sipping on the leftover Guinness. Absolutely, which so. is amazing. And according to Scott McGilvery. Of Homeland fame, the lead singer of Homeland, our yeah. favorite rock Irish rock band, uh, after you too, is uh, that it's good for you. He would drink it while he plays because it, it lubricates his throat so he could nice. sing better. So And, hi Scott, you should know if you're listening that John is wearing a Homeland t-shirt. Yes, and I am. And it's green and we got it at some St. Patrick's Day. Yes, I'm so rocking, this would be rocking out the Homeland. Actually shirt. a great segue into talking about what's going on because that was such a big iconic part. They were such a big iconic part of St. Patrick's Day and our for lives us. for yeah. a lot of years. Um, but tell everybody what's going on right now in 2020. What is going on? I mean, people know listening right now, but you know, sure. when they go back and listen to old podcasts, yeah. they're going to be Basically, like, absolutely nothing's going on. You're not allowed <laughs> to do anything. Right. We're talking about things like social distancing mm-hmm. and... You know, COVID nineteen virus mm-hmm. and Corona. the coronavirus, and I know so much. Multiple about... memes on Facebook about Corona, and I know much more about pandemics than I ever wanted to know. So, yeah, what? Well, what? What do you think is <clears throat> going on? I mean, it's we have this crazy virus that came in from China, apparently. And yeah, it's it's really affecting the country and the world, and it's I mean it's completely unprecedented to anything we've ever seen in our lives. Uh, even even you... my grandmother's life, and she's eighty five. I talked yeah. to her today, and she said the closest thing that she can remember that feels like this is she was a very small child when the Great Depression happened, and she worries that that's similar sort of thing right. is going to unfold. The economic. Kind of yeah, downturn. Yeah, yeah, because nobody, I mean, everybody's being encouraged to stay home. So, of course, nobody's out spending money. Nobody's out making money. Right. You schools know. are closed. All the schools are closed. Universities are closed. All the restaurants and bars are closed, which they, is what I was... They allow carry-out food, but yeah. What I was going to say is that here we are on St. Patrick's Day on a day that traditionally we would be at the Dublin pub in this huge tent. Now, we haven't done this for several years because... We are old, but anyway, <laughs> we yes, sort of we live a little farther away. We feel there like too, we do. So. We feel like we kind of aged out uh, and quit going um, a few years back. <clears throat> but it was talk about unprecedented before everything kind of got nailed down. That pub announced that they weren't going to put up this enormous tent, right? Because yeah, they have it, tens of thousands of people there. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So. And you and I were talking about wow, that is a financial strain. Because that has to do a great deal. You know, I'm sure that pulls in a great deal of their money for the right. year. Um, but anyway, that's all, you know, old yeah, news now them. because everything's closed. And um, Yeah, it's interesting. We had, as a tradition, we went, and I think I went, I guess I didn't go before I knew you, but we went to St. Patrick's Day at the Dublin Pub and watched Homeland play. And they were there like the opening, the first year that the Dublin Pub was open, which I think was 20 some years ago. And we watched them like 15 or 18 years in a row. That was just what we did. We we went and saw Homeland play and they were usually the lead band. And we had a great time hanging out with our friends and, you know, 10,000 other people we don't know. And yeah. And watching our favorite band, so and usually having a drink with them or something. But yeah, yeah. we so it's we have, surreal, don't it you is. think? This it feels, is. I mean, the whole thing feels surreal anyway because you're in the middle of this very frightening crisis, but then you walk out in your backyard or your front yard and everything's normal. 
It looks right. normal. Yeah, it's like, not like yeah. There's nothing weird. You're like I'm looking out the window and on. there's no there's... guy with a cart saying "Bring out your dead" or anything. There's nothing <laughs> right. weird happening. There's no, you know, zombies lurching around your back fence. And I mean, you know what right. I mean? Like yeah. this is all like like horror movie stuff. It is. If you is. just talk about what's happening, but yet you go outside and everything seems fine. Which I guess is the goal, right? I hope that we're not having a very different discussion three weeks from now. Yeah, no, I think it is. I, I just think, um, you know, hopefully with the social distancing and all these things and what bringing down the curve or whatever that... Flattening. Flattening the flattening curve. Flattening the curve, yeah. Term is that we'll be able to kind of nip this in the bud and, and get ahead of it um, until it kind of works its way through the population. But yeah, it is kind of interesting because it's like, okay, I look outside and I'm like, okay, the... Trash man picked up yep. the trash. Mail came. The mail came. UPS is deli- You know, everybody's coming. Neighbors to- walking the dog. Yeah, everything is the same outside. You know, mm-hmm. birds are singing and some flowers right. are coming up because it's the middle of March. And yet there's this pandemic looming. And, you know, as of today, I think, how many people in Ohio? 37 or something like that? Um, it's actually jumped. It's it's around 60 now. Oh, is it okay? Yeah, infected. But, yeah, so... but I mean, there are also hundreds and hundreds of tests out that they're waiting to come back. So sure. I'm sure it's kind of why that, you yeah. see the jump in the numbers. There's like 350 tests out right now that we're right. waiting to hear back on. So, of course, that number is going to continue to climb. Well, you really have been checking up on this, I have. You? Do you hear how rationally I can talk about it now? Can, I was yeah. not rational about it earlier. This Let's morning. talk about how you're feeling about it, because I think it's an interesting <clears throat> like juxtaposition to how I'm feeling. Because yeah. I, let's talk about our feelings, which I know you love. I love talking <laughs> about feelings. As a guy, as a male human, and you know, especially in the United States, right. we absolutely love to talk about our feelings. Yeah. So, yeah, I was... I mean, a few weeks ago or a month ago, especially, I was like, oh my gosh, this stupid virus thing, whatever, we'll see what happens. Um, And then I was like, okay, that's, you know, this is going to be, we probably shouldn't necessarily go places. And then they closed school and then they canceled March Madness basketball tournament. And then I'm like, Mm -hmm. the Masters is postponed. And I'm like, PGA tour went down. Right. And I'm so like, this is a very big deal. And I'm like, okay, we should, you know, Take some precaution and, mm-hmm. and really not go anywhere, which fortunately with, you know, my job or lack of job, I'm a, I'm a farmer now um, and a podcaster, but it's different. You know, I don't, we don't have to go anywhere, but it's just, it's just kind of crazy how it kind of crept up. And I, I guess I'm like, I'm concerned, of course, for my parents and your grandparents and of your course, parents and everything. Right. And I'm worried about, you know, people... Your mom is alone, and my right. grandma lives by herself, and right. it's concerning. Sure. So sure, I mean, I I feel some concern for you know people because people will get this and people will die. That's just kind of how it's been. That's what's right. happened in China and Italy and all that. Um, but part of me is I kind of am a little bit of a homesteader on the inside, anyways. And I mean, I watch a lot of videos about homesteading, and I that's kind of why I like farming. I like growing our own food. I mean, even last year I had the idea after watching. Rob Greenfield talk about uh, how he had the year of foraging and growing yes. his own food, and I thought, oh wow, you know, Steve and I will, my friend Steve and I will, uh, we'll do that for a couple days. We'll just eat, you know, in summer we'll just eat the food that we, that I that Foraged, I grew, yeah. like the potatoes and stuff from the farm, and and maybe berries and stuff <laughs> that we can pick, and and so I kind of think like that anyway. So then I kind of went from, you know, wow, this is crazy. You know, well, first it's like, is this really crazy? And then it was like, once they started closing things, I'm like, yeah, this is absolutely unprecedented and totally crazy. Something to take serious. Yeah. And that was like, Mm -hmm. what, Thursday of last week? It was five days ago. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is crazy. To then like, okay, well, you know, then everything I do is like, okay, well, you know, should we save up on this? Should we do this? You know, what do we need to do? And and how do we prepare? Yeah. Um, And with... The farm, which I'm just, you know, starting to, to plant things now, I haven't really changed it too much because I had a pretty aggressive plant anyway. Right. Uh, I put a few things in the ground a little earlier than normal just because I know... The weather was nicer. Yeah, the weather yeah. was nice. I also know just from the comments on Facebook that if, if people, if I had some salad or something, that people would buy it um, early anyways. Mm-hmm. And so... Right. Yeah, so I haven't really changed that much, but I'm not like scared. I'm... 
we, I'm like kind of excited to do something different. It's kind of an exciting thing to kind of like, okay, how long can we survive without going to the grocery store? Can we wait three weeks, you know? And right. Then, I know that's just kind of the way I feel. So yeah. Is that different than the way you feel, Jessica? <laughs> it is. I. It's interesting because I think I swing back and forth from that to utter and complete anxiety. And um, it's strange. It's. I wrote this blog, um, I think Thursday or Friday morning, like after this was like really intense. And um, I called it social distancing toolkit because I was like, we're being asked to stay home and I'm at home all the time anyway as a writer. And I felt like I have practice at this, you know, like when you first start staying at home, anxiety can creep in. You can feel very isolated anyway and distant. And I have other writer friends that are home all the time too. And we just have formed these connections um, through texting each other or messaging or FaceTiming or sharing or plotting together to make those connections happen because a lot of my writer friends are in other states, you know, and live hours and hours away. Um, But I think the one thing that changed, and you said it, was I started checking. The news is just not something I usually do. Um, I casually like, oh, is something going on? And I'll look and then I'll Yeah, or we'll away. like see an or article you and on I Facebook talk, right? or I'll be like, hey, did you hear? That mm-hmm. was, you know, kind of whatever. And usually it's after yeah. the fact. And that's not um, really like just yeah. to have my head in the dirt. That is just in my blog I had written that, you know, one of the things to deal with anxiety you should do is turn off the news because they do use words that trigger anxiety and worry. So I wrote this helpful blog and then promptly ignored all of my advice. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody really loved it, though. Everybody's like, this is really helpful. So I'm like, the plumber's pipes are always leaking, right? Jessica's like, but I think that I'm okay with it. Like, listen, this is scary. We don't, we've never seen anything like this happen. Of course it's scary. And there's almost a danger in walking around pretending like you've got it all figured out. When really the more relatable thing is, I don't really know what's going to happen and it sort of scares the hell out of me. Like, I think that's more normal right now. I think it's probably going to cycle through. Um, And there's a lot of thought leaders and spiritual leaders right now that are just like, keep your head up and God's here for you and do your spiritual teaching. But now I'm starting to think maybe we all jumped the gun a little too much and we rushed to say everything's okay instead of validating the people are like you're scared and that's all right yeah i mean i think it's i think it's normal to be scared and it's we talked about this earlier today but it's control uh we don't have control we can't control this right i mean we do what we can by staying home and washing our hands and all that good stuff but it's like you know ultimately we don't we can't control this i mean it's so unique i keep thinking like one of the um one of my Instagram posts, I like, I don't even think it went out yet because I scheduled it, but I said something to the effect of, this is affecting everyone in the world. The only right. other time I've ever seen anything like this happen was when I watched Independence Day, the movie. <laughs> right. Where the whole world right. banned against this one thing. That's yeah, not... not usually the case. Usually it's something happening over there or for us. 9-11 was really big. And to other countries, that was happening, quote, over there. Right. It's usually somewhere else. Or if it is in your backyard, you're dealing with it, but not the whole world is dealing with this right. one thing. And it is just unbelievable on a it lot is. of levels. It is. So. Yeah, I mean, just, we, you know, the things that have gone on, we've, you know, we've seen school cancellations for different things. And I, I've seen colleges send kids home because of the flu or whatever. But I've never seen, you know, the state of Ohio saying, oh, we're going to go ahead and cancel school uh, for the next three weeks. And then like today is Election Day, um, the primary election, and they canceled that. And that that's a pretty, you know, pretty interesting thing. And that's that's different than what, you know, yeah. what would happen. It's interesting. I, I, I was watching the stock market before this started a few weeks ago because it's just it was kind of fun because it would go up some days and down and up and down and 
And uh, beginning of 2020 was a really good year in the stock market. It's kind of fun to see. And then uh, once this kind of started, it really took some major drops, and which is, I mean, I guess it makes sense that that would happen. Um, I mean, there's a few days that was up as well, but it was interesting. I actually took it off my phone because I was just checking it all the time. Mm-hmm. And then it was like not helping me digest this. Um, even though today the Dow was up like, 1100 points and it was so it's just kind of interesting how that goes back and forth but it wasn't i don't know i just needed to stop watching the constant flow stop of obsessing. news yeah mm-hmm. in order for my mental health you right know? So. but you do have to make that decision and today i was really struggling i mean to be totally transparent i was it's interesting when i i have a history of Uh, panic attacks and anxiety and I haven't had a panic attack in a long long time but after you have a panic attack it's sort of your body's rut it's like if you're bowling defaults and you look at the gutter you'll probably put the ball right in the gutter that's sort of what anxiety is to me it's like you get into this little rut this divot and it's really really hard to get out of that divot I mean you have to remove yourself from whatever you're doing. And in my case, I woke up at 3.30 in the morning, didn't go back to sleep, finally got out of bed at 5, and I've been watching or ingesting some sort of online media pretty much all day. Right. You know, until like 2 o'clock. Like, not necessarily the news, but I had stuff to do, you know, on social media, and you're still going to come across it while you're there. Well, we watched, but, I mean, we watched a press conference from Mike DeWine for the governor of Ohio. Uh-huh. And when have, when was the last time you and I watched a press right. conference together? Years. Like we, I mean, like 9-11 maybe? Absol- like we yes, just never, years. Yep. we don't usually watch stuff like it because we just, we find out what's going on and we just kind of, but it's, we just kind of got caught up in the, in the mania of it, um, which is not to downplay what's going on, which is what's crazy, you know? So, well, I think I just was experiencing sort of, it's weird because all of this uh, buzzy sort of anxious feeling is happening in your body. And yet there's a complete disconnection from the other part. Like there's almost a disconnection from your body because you're so in your mind. (laughs) It's hard to explain, but um, I just sort of lost myself in all these scenarios all these horrific thoughts and I write fiction for a living. So, um, you know, the joke in the house is, you know, John is always saying to me, well, what's the worst thing that could happen? Right. And my anxiety says, now don't ask that to a writer. My anxiety says, I'm so glad you asked <laughs> because my anxiety has a laundry list of it. So ironically, what got me out of this, if you're listening to this in current time and you've, you do feel this sort of like powerlessness. I mean, that is step one is get yourself away from the computer or away from the TV. You can't do anything by just ingesting right. all of this. Put your phone down for a and little while. And I put in my blog, you know, all these things, clean the house, reach out, connect to your house pet or your plant or your kids or whoever in the house. But I didn't get to nail it down really specifically. I'll tell you what I did. I got up i was in my like stretch pants and house slippers laying on the couch laying on the i got dressed Mm -hmm. and i organized my sock drawer which (laughs) is really funny to say but it's something i wanted to do wanted to get out the singles wherever they went you know and toss those so i put on a podcast and organized my sock drawer and something about that little space that i could put in order really helped me feel like I regained some sort of Well, you got you were able to control that as well. And I think that's the thing. When things are going on like this, you just feel like you're out of control and you can't you can't do that. And so so what I do, like the way I've so that was kind of how Jessica was able to get out of it. Um, like one of the things we talked about was like, why don't you make a list of things to do, whether it's laundry or whatever. Yeah. Because there's something about the physical act of doing something. I mean if you're just laying there doing nothing it's just it just kind of perpetuates in itself and then you kind of get in your own head um for me it's kind of i'm fortunate because i have the farm to do which is a a very physical i'm actually really sore today a very physical thing to do 
um, which I love to do, and it's outside, even though it's a little cold today. But it's it's also something that I you know it's my passion. But then I also feel like even in these times, like it's kind of a little bit of a higher calling. Like you know, growing food is important because people need to eat, and yeah, and and I think there's a little more focus on that too. But yeah, I think you are able to. Like I had mentioned, you're like, well, how do I get out of this? I'm like, well, just make a list of things. And I'm like, just get up and walk the dog or play with the dog and go outside, go out in nature. And if you're in an apartment, maybe look at a house plant or something um, to, to kind of snap you out of it. And I think there's the physical part of it where you need to physically get move some exercise body. or just move, you know, not even like exercise, quote unquote, but you have to move and do some things. And that's what we were so. talking about because what I do as a writer, you know, I've had my laptop uh, on my lap for two days in a row and I'm so slow at getting these copy edits done. And I feel like my passion is sort of letting me down because I can't focus because of the anxiety and the fear revolving around what's going on enough to really get into my own work and do that thing that sort of turns me on. It's sort of, it's not working. You know what I mean? So, well, it is difficult though. I mean, it, this, the only, again, the only thing I can kind of compare this to is like nine 11. Um, where, but that was just like, you couldn't stop thinking about it no matter whether you watch the news or not. And so this kind of affects you. And so you've got, um, this kind of mental state where you're just like, it makes it tough to concentrate on things, um, especially for you. And it's like everything is the same, but yet everything's different. And so you have this little, in the back of your head, you have this concern, you know? Yeah. Even worry. though, yeah, even though nothing has physically happened to you or anyone we know as of yet, but it's just this concern. And so I see how like your concentration you know, it, it really drops and it's well, tough to really focus on something. people are experiencing way more disruption than we are even. They've got kids home from school. They're home from work. Uh, you and I were already working from home. <laughs> so we were like, right. but I think maybe right. that I mean, was... we had reserves and things. Yeah, and, and I think maybe I downplayed that because I'm like, well, I'm home all the time. This isn't going to change anything. So I sort of downplayed the what that would feel like. Um, kind of like you do. The only thing I can liken it to is like, have you ever had somebody pass away and you try to compartmentalize all those feelings mm. and get through your grief as quickly as possible, but sure. your body won't let you do it? Sure. You know, it still comes back and gets you no matter what. Like the body always wins is the thing, right? Right. So one more thing I wanted to say about the sock drawer thing is that while I was in my sock drawer... I found a pair of socks with leprechauns on them. <laughs> and Perfect. I picked up these. Now, I already had, I'd already gotten dressed, right? We already talked about this. Had my socks on, had my shoes on. I went outside, played fetch with the dog. Had my St. Patrick's Day socks in my hand. And I was like, why bother? And then I was like, I need to put these on. Right. Because. Well, because it's St. Patrick's Day. It's St. Patrick's Day. Day. Yes. Nobody's going to see me except for John. I'm right. on a podcast. You can't see my St. Patrick's Day we will put, I'm going to post a picture of it, though, on Instagram. But yes, but we're going to totally do that. So I started thinking about it, and I sat down and took off my tennis shoes, took off my other socks, put on my St. Patrick's Day socks. Like, this is my this is their chance to shine, right? You can't yeah. wear yeah. holiday socks any other holiday. It just feels weird. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, I've been wearing a Guinness hat all day with my homeland Irish green shirt on. So, so I mean, I like, thought, when else am I going to do this? It's St. Patrick's Day. It doesn't matter if I go to hang out with a thousand people at a bar. Right. So <laughs> I was thinking, yeah, you just do the little things that make you smile because I'm beginning to see that this process is all about the little things. And I mean, in and of itself, this entire thing is about a virus, which you can't get much littler than that, right? It's like right. this microscopic, right? Somebody was saying it's, yeah, it's the smallest, yeah. biggest thing that's it's ever small, happened. Oh, that's right? a great it's the way to say it. Tiniest thing, you but can't I, even see it. I think that it's affecting the entire world at this time. So yeah, I think that's what we're supposed to be learning. That was sort of the point of the sure. whole sock story, but that was what we're supposed to be <laughs> right. learning is that. We've just gotten really small. The world is huge, right. and now we're getting really small. Now it's what's in my pantry, what's in my backyard, 
you know, who am I going to be within six feet of? Not many people, right? Right. What little things am I going to do? What um, passions am I going to rekindle? Like, am I going to sit down and draw or paint? Or how am I going to connect? You know, I'm making phone calls to my mom and my dad and my grandma right. on the same day. And I don't usually do that. So Yeah, we've connected. You know, I've called my mom a lot more times than I usually do. I've, I've talked to, you know, my siblings were on like a, a text loop. And we've been texting about all kinds of stuff. And it's just... It's been kind of neat to see that connection, which is so ironic because the whole idea is we're supposed to be social, social distant. You know, we can't get near people. Right. But yet we're reaching out in other ways. Like you FaceTimed your friend Shannon last night. Yeah. You know, like that's just, it's what you're doing. You know, we have time to do this. And I think it's, I mean, as, as many detrimental and, and bad things that are happening because of this, I think there's so many good things where people are connecting with their families and they're connecting with their community and you know i'm going to check on our neighbors to make because i know they don't have a family anywhere close and just be like hey do you need me to go to the grocery for you because i don't you know they're older i don't want them to go to the grocery right and so there's just a lot of things like that that i think you know as big as this thing is the way we really defeat it is becoming small and helping our neighbors and helping our community which is what we should be doing anyways and i feel like it's a force where, you know, kids aren't in school, you know, a lot of people working from home, some people are out of work, you know, and I think it's really forcing us to do that, to, you know, to cook at home or to go get to-go food and then bring it home and hang out with your family. And so I just think, I, I really see a lot of, and I'm kind of a Pollyanna about a lot of stuff, but, you know, I you see are. a lot of really it's a good superpower. things. Is it a superpower? <laughs> superpower. Okay. I mean, it's a frustrating superpower sometimes. Is it the most frustrating superpower? Well, I feel like, only I mean... because it's the opposite of mine. And I tend to go very, my thoughts can get pretty dark. And I can, I, fear sort of comes in first when my world's been disrupted. Um, I don't know. I think that's probably pretty common. But it's sure. nice to be able to check in with you and get like another perspective. And... As a general rule, things don't just get better and better and better and better and better and better without cease. And things also don't get worse and worse and worse and worse and worse without getting better. It's always a cycle. It's always a pendulum, right? It goes all the way up and then it starts coming all the way back. So I think it's important to look for... Yeah, the sun sets, right. the sun rises, right. like the seasons In winter, come. all the leaves die right. on the trees, right? And yeah, then you're not in the middle of winter, back. like we yeah. you know, think this thing is so bad. It's like, well, in the middle of this winter, but yeah, but then there's buds on the trees and the, you know, spring comes too. And so. you never wonder, you never... Spring doesn't come and you're just like, wow, I really hope the grass grows. Or I really hope <laughs> right. that tree sprouts leaves. Right. I mean... It's just all cyclical, and this, too, is a cyclical thing. This living virus is going to be cyclical. Right. So it's easy to get caught up in one of those two like dynamics, right? It's all going Absolutely. to be just great, or it's all going to just go to shit. Right. <laughs> and it's really somewhere in the middle. I it think. is interesting, um, and we, we talked about this the other day, because you were like kind of surprised at me, because I was like, okay, let's... You know, I had kind of, a few weeks ago, um, I had read an email from somebody about about how he had stocked up. And he's kind of a prepper, conspiracy theory kind of guy. And I'm like, that's fine. And I was like, but you know what? Well, ironically, I, I read it on my phone in the parking lot of Kroger before I was going shopping. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I you were in the right place at the right time. I things in case I don't have to come <clears> back. <throat> um, and I was, you know, kind of shaking it off and whatever. And maybe got an extra bottle of bourbon just because it's fun to do that. But um, until, like, the school had been closed and, you know, <laughs> I keep saying it sounds terrible, but, like, honestly, they canceled March Madness. And I'm like, what? What the hell? Like, this is ridiculous. Like, right. this is serious. And so I'm usually the, everything's going to be fine. This is no big deal. And you were whatever. for weeks. Yeah. Right. I was for like, it's going to be fine. Not, this is no big deal. I'm like, we're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. But then I heard that. And so I was like, oh, so I kind of shifted into, okay, well, this is serious. Um, how do we get through it mode? And I, I don't know. It's just kind of interesting. What did you think of my 
Well, I mean, because you, you were are like, Mister Underreact, and I am right. Over- Captain, Captain I'm Underreact, sorry, you are not Captain Underpants. Ca- Captain Underreact. <laughs> you are Captain Underreact, and I am, you know, Lady Overreact. So, right. uh, it was interesting because that happened on a Thursday, which is usually the night we go to the lodge. And I had said to you, I don't think we should go to the lodge after they closed all the schools, right? Because it seemed suddenly. It went from, mm, yeah, this is kind of a thing that's happening over there, to, I think this is yeah, maybe... To the governor shutting the school right. down because for three we weeks. should... Yeah, for yeah. three weeks. It wasn't just for the weekend. Right. Yeah. So, so let's, maybe we should I remember saying, I don't think we should go to the lodge tonight. And usually when I say that, I'm met with, well, you can stay home if you want. I'm going <laughs> to the lodge to see my friends. And right. you said, I think that's probably a good idea. And then we did not go to uh, my very best friend's birthday gathering that she had at her house that Saturday. And I just, I mean, we love each other and she knows, you know, she totally understood. We've both been in the boat. We're like, I'm not coming and I love you anyway. And we're like, that's fine. Uh, So I had texted her and was like, I don't, not to sound like a total hypochondriac, but I'm just going to kind of self-quarantine right now and we didn't go but that was another sort of thing where we would have gone we absolutely sure. i haven't oh, seen her in yeah we were months. we've been looking forward to it actually. i haven't seen her family in yeah, ages or even like brian and amy we haven't seen a lot of our friends for a while they're going to sure. be there and then we're like you know maybe we shouldn't go which was such a weird a weird thing it was weird i mean this whole thing's weird so i feel is, like you and i were like at the front of it and i was we were even talking about how interesting it was that you work from home now yeah, Which how, made this very different. We're so blessed. How yeah, interesting absolutely. it was that we, on a whim, went to Serenby for two weeks. So we feel a little less shut in than we would normally. Yeah, because we had like a nice long vacation. Right? Winter's long, you guys. It's long in, Ohio, in, the, it's sure. long in the Midwest or where you've got snow. You know if you've got cold climate. It's tough. And uh, we were fortunate enough to spend one week and then on a whim spend a second week right. in a different place. At a time when we could. Sure. Um, there was also a very popular book conference that I, last year, just kind of gut checked and went, you know, I'm not going to go this year. I'm just not going to go this year. And I just sort of made the decision. Um, they were kind enough to offer me a free ticket to this conference as the conference came closer. You're a famous author, so yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which my ego like sat up and was like, yes, we should take the free I am ticket. so important. This means you're important and famous. <laughs> but I was still like, no, I made a very solid decision. I even wrote a note to myself like I'm not going to go because it's easy to get swayed. I just have a lot for a variety of reasons. I have a lot of obligations. I would have to go by myself because, of course, sure. you have the farm. Right. And the dog to take care of. And I didn't want to drive that way by myself, that far by myself. Anyway, they ended up canceling it due to this Absolutely. Because it would be right now, wouldn't it? It or would be this week. This yeah. week, yeah. Like and you know, next couple days. It would either be this week or, yeah, I think I it think was this week. the next couple days, yeah. Uh, so anyway, that was just very fortunate. Uh, the fact that you heard that. You know, the guy who's the prepper and you brought home, I oh, brought home a little extra toilet paper, brought home a little extra peanut butter. We weren't at the stores looking at empty shelves yeah, with we a lot of panicking. people. panicking, yeah. It was, I just had so, prepared a few weeks ahead. I'm I mean, like, we don't have whatever. like crazy not... stockpiles or no, anything. We just got enough to just in right. case because we weren't sure what was going on. Sure. But anyway, I and just... I had even... Well, I, it's funny. I, I brewed beer. Like you were talking to somebody and they're like, well, you guys are going to be fine. You got like fresh vegetables in the greenhouse and on the farm. And I've got, yeah. you know, I brewed 20 gallons or I brewed another 10 gallons of beer just because that's what I love to do. And I'm like, yeah, I think we're going to be just I made the fine. joke that so. John is like the community commodity because he has beer and vegetables. And right. I'm a romance author, so I'm just not sure what... No, my friend Shannon told me I was good for entertainment purposes so oh absolutely i'm not sure sure. if that's going to be necessary when it when it all goes down but (laughs) i am guys if you want me to remember this you need important information (laughs) if you want somebody to disseminate that yeah and you're able to uh yeah i mean like your blog was very very well received and i think that was something that people needed Really to hear and to listen to and to act on, which is funny because you didn't. You wrote the blog and then you're like, wait, 
if I if there was only this great blog that had information <laughs> to tell me what to do. Oh wait, it's all right re- there too. Read my own blog. <laughs> uh, yeah. So if you need me to to keep notes for posterity, you might want to keep me around. I'm, I'm important right. in that right. that sense, I guess. But yeah, and I think um, I just think people need to to do you know to connect with people and and check on people and FaceTime people and you know you don't have to go talk to people in person you know to to do that and share that connection i know we've done a lot of that and i know we're going to be doing a lot more facetiming this week and and i think that's a really good thing to really connect with the people you love as we all go through this because it's just so crazy that like this is what you talk about like if i hadn't talked to somebody for you know six months this would be what i would talk about like oh so how are you getting through what are you doing and that's just kind of because we're all in this together, which is interesting. It is. So. It's, it's very unique. And I don't know. I do I do feel like there is an ultimate good at the end of it. But it is frightening because we're also in an election year. And the last news report I heard was this is going to take the more social distancing we do the more prolonged it becomes. It's not as severe, right? It doesn't spike right, and drop. Right. You don't have as many lives lost. You don't have as many people infected. But it sort of drags because so few people sure. are out. And they said something like July or August. And I'm sitting here in March and there's this sort of like right. part of me that's going, oh my gosh, that's a long time. Like, that's a really long time to think. Because you're just like, you just want it to be over. You're looking for... I watched a video with Kyle Cease in it, who's a very interesting guy. And he was talking about, you just want to hurry up and get through this part so you can get back to your right. normal. Like, we liked how right. we had all of our little constructs and everything was all set up perfectly. And when it's not... It sort of tears you down to the studs and you're left dealing with you. <laughs> We're all right. at home with you're at home with yourself. You have a lot of We're time your to kids. think. You gotta deal with that too. So. <laughs> well, but he was talking about dealing with like basically your stuff. You well, know? you have so much time now yes. to think. And we do not have we time do usually. Because we're just going and going and going. Yeah. Yeah, we're taught you and I are like in the hot tub talking about our next marketing idea. Right. And now we're not talking about that. Now we're right. like, what should we have for dinner? Or, I mean, right. you and I still sit down in front of the TV and we're like, what can we watch? But we're, I'm doing a lot of journaling and, you know, I'm trying to, of course I'm journaling. You know, I've got my notebook and pen with me at all times because I'm trying to understand what it is that I'm going through. And that happens for me in, in writing. Right. You know, I think it Which happens great, for you in doing. It is. <laughs> so. I, the more a physical thing that I can do, the better. I mean, just like... Um, you know, sometimes a meditation for me is is to play golf or, you know, definitely with the farm. It's just, it's to physically do something. You know, I'm carrying wheelbarrows full of compost and shoveling and, and just kind of like, sometimes I'll listen to podcasts, but sometimes I won't. Sometimes I'll just kind of sit there and, you know, plant some things and, and work on stuff. And that's just kind of, you know, way to physically and mentally and really spiritually, you know, it's kind of a connection to the earth as well to get through it. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, what else do you think um, people can do to to help get through this? I mean, some of the good things are that people will be probably eating healthier. Um, I mean, like people stocked up on rice and things like that, which people wouldn't normally eat. They would eat, you know, maybe fast food and stuff. Um, what else? Yeah, you know, I just mean, connecting. I mean, obviously the the mental, you know, and psychological part of this is really big. Um, but I think there's a lot of physical things you can do, you know, to make sure you take care of yourself. I mean, in the blog, I talked about getting to know yourself, which I think is a big one. It is. Um, I do a lot of. I mean, I read a lot of nonfiction books. I journal a lot. I do have an element of me where I've been, especially this year, I've been really digging into just knowing myself better. In last year too, this is sort of a carryover from what I read last year. Right. I mean, it is your year of being. Right. So, <laughs> right. Which is really funny because what did you tell me earlier? You're like, next time I come up with a word <laughs> of the year, I need yeah. to be more. Because I was like, my no, word is always challenged and right. I am being challenged so hard because do you know how hard it is to just be 
when this is going on and every part of me wants to do something, wants right. to proactively fix something or make a program or reach out to people or do something right. different online. It's But I feel like I'm being called to be. Yeah, this year, I mean, right now you're being called to be at home and don't yeah. interact with people. I'm being so. literally called. So I had said something about... Um, I'm trying to remember what I was going to say. Sorry. Um, Being yourself and getting to know yourself because I feel like we all have this thing like your that's your passion. That's the thing that you love to do, but it gets lost in our work. And I think if you go back to when you were a kid, and I've talked about this before, what did you like to do when you were young? You know, like I was always starting pretend businesses. I always had a cash register and fake checks and fake credit cards. And I was at a, you know. You had a store. I had a store. store. I was running something. You always had a business. I always um, acted out these crazy dramas with my Barbie dolls, right? Drama. <laughs> you know, Love funny. I triangles. Didn't know that, yeah. Did you do that? I didn't I know did. that. I did. I so did. What, what were oh, they yeah. like? What would I mean there was your... always like there was always like <laughs> what was Ken doing now? Right. And... There was always Barbie <laughs> and one of my Kens was a really old Ken from like the sixties that my mom had. And he he was a little like he didn't have the muscles that blonde Ken has, so he right. was gay Ken. He was always like oh, her gay best okay. friend, of and he was giving her advice about Ken and sure. why he was being like he was being. <laughs> so I always had all these too. dramas, right? I always read books. I always drew <laughs> pictures. So and so when I was trying to find my purpose and passion in life, and I looked back at all those things, and now in retrospect, looking back at those and seeing what I do with my time. I draw, I write, I come up with mad drama <laughs> for my books, right? All right, kinds absolutely. of drama. Absolutely. Yeah. All kinds of relationship drama. So it's like you've been doing this so, your whole life. Yeah. So I I believe that this is a good opportunity for you to take a moment and really dig into what is it that's coming up that you want to do? Do you are you just like Man, I used to love to sew or paint or plant a garden or, right. you know, I mean, is there just something you're just burning to help somebody with? Like, if you just Absolutely. really, really want to make somebody a casserole, that's probably a sign. Right. Right. And what's great is you, we finally, I mean, most people finally have time to do that. You know, there's so much less to do. I mean, it was funny this weekend how, you know, and even kind of like before that, but it was just like. I had been kind of into the XFL and I've been watching some golf on the weekends. And so that was kind of my like takeaway. And I was kind of looking forward to, to doing a bracket and watching some March Madness <laughs> and University yeah. of Dayton was like ranked two or three in the country. And, and, uh, I was like, wow, this is going to be a really fun sports week. And then there's no, no sports. sports. Like, I don't even know yeah. what ESPN is doing. That didn't I mean, change my life at all, except that I would walk by <laughs> while you were watching it. But right. But I just was like. There's so many of those things and some distractions that have been taken away that it's kind of neat to yeah. to really dig within and, and work on some other things, you know? Well, you know what's funny is while you were doing that, I am really into the happy planner right now and decorating my happy planner. That's sort of, it's kind of like a scrapbooking hobby. Right. You put stickers down and you make all your plans and all your planners and uh, so I meditation wa- though too, it is. It's it? it's very arts artistic, and it feels right. like I can make something that's doesn't have to be shared online, that doesn't have to be edited, that doesn't have to be sold. It's just something that I make right for me. Right. Uh, so I watch a lot of on YouTube YouTubers that do the same thing. There are leagues and leagues of women who sit right. down, open their planners, and you see me watching it all the time. And there's something very relaxing about watching them make these plans. And so I've continued to watch my favorite YouTubers, um, according to Allie, by the way, is fantastic. Planning with Bumble is fantastic. Kel of a Plan is fantastic. Shout out to my... Kel of a Plan, that's the best name ever, right? (laughs) Right. Shout out to my planner babes who don't know me at all, but I'm a huge fan. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, I'm tuning in to these YouTubers and watching them. And one, I think it was Allie, I can't remember for sure, but one of them said... It's so funny to do this because we're planners. We sit down and we plan our weeks. There's nothing to plan. 
There's no sports right. events. There's no lunch dates. Yeah, they're not taking their kids to soccer. There's yeah, there's so they're, much things that we're not. So we're doing. planning our planners. We're just like, and everybody's like, well, I guess we'll just use a whole lot of stickers this week because there's <laughs> nothing to write down. Well, luckily you guys have so, plenty of stickers though. And you're even a, making your own stickers. I so. am. Well, I got so a cricket for Christmas, so that is. I gave myself permission to not turn that into a business, and it's just been interesting to yeah to play around with that. Yeah. But yeah, you have plenty of stickers. Yeah, so I do. You've kind of stocked up. So maybe you're doing that because you thought That's another was thing I happen. did when I was a kid. I had sticker books. I collected stickers. So it's all reverting to when you were a kid, right? Yeah. Which I think is part of life though. It's like you go through these stages, you know, you're I feel like like in high school you're like, "Oh, I can't wait till I'm 16 so I can drive. I can't wait till I'm 18 so I can vote. Till I graduate, till I'm 21 I can drink and all all these things and then you know, till I'm through college so I can get married until I'm married to get kids and all these things. And then you're like, once you get, you know, later on in life or, you know, in our mid forties, like we are, it's like, wait, what did I really enjoy doing? And luckily for us, fortunately, we've been kind of looking at that for the last years, like 10 years, years or so. Yeah. And it's so and important. You found, mm -hmm. you know, what you do. And then I found that, man, I just really like working at a farm a farmer's market when I was 13, 14, and 15, I really enjoyed that. And mm -hmm. like having a garden with mom as a kid and like growing food and eating food from the yard. Like I, I just love that so much. And so it's, we're just so blessed that we were able to, to find that. But it's interesting how you go back to what you did as a kid and you're like, yes. what did you really enjoy as a kid? And, and maybe that's the thing that you're missing. You know, maybe... And maybe that's the opportunity that's buried beneath all of this, you know? I mean, I really want to hope that we as a c global community right. are doing our part and what we need to do to get through this and to come out more appreciative and more focused on what's really important. Because I think we all got kind of lost for right. 20 years. Yeah. Um. Not that what we're doing now isn't important. That's not it at all. But I mm -mm. think that we're just, I don't know, we had it good for a really long time. Well, I feel like we kind of got caught up in the rat race, though. And yeah. it's, you know, as it's the easy. economy goes well do. and, you know, people complain about politics and all these things. And it's just like, is that really that important right now? Like, what are the things that are really important? And it's family and it's, you know, it goes back to the Your hierarchy neighbors, of needs, yeah. you know, like Your shelter, food, food. shelter, mm -hmm. you know, and, and being safe. And so it's just interesting, though, how this has kind of reverted that to that and given us so much time to think, which is yeah. kind of a, a, it's a really good thing, but can be frustrating as well. It can be so. frustrating. And I just want to say this out loud because there's somebody that probably needs to hear it. If you randomly burst into tears... That's okay. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I know that's a weird thing to say, but I've done it. Like, just let it out. Like, right. I feel I feel like I could burst into tears right now. It's just, right. it's hard. It's just really hard right now. So give yourself permission to have that outlet because... This if, is a really stressful If you thing hold that in, through. it is going to come out some other way, right? It's going to attack some other part. of The body always wins. So... Give yourself that outlet and give yourself permission to be human and to go through this really hard thing. There's nobody to blame. There's nothing to do. You know, I love my friend who I was texting today, a really good friend of mine, said, I feel like this is my time to shine. I've been told to stay home. And it's actually helping. <laughs> right. It's right, like, right. usually there's like something I need to do. Go on a mission right. trip. Like, do this, do that. There's nothing to do, guys. Sit at home, right? Reflect on your life. Get your house in order. Declutter. Get Organize Spring your sock cleaning, drawer. Right? Spring cleaning. <laughs> Just do small right. little things and get through this moment by moment by moment. And I'm going to try to take my own advice. You know? You are. I'll make sure you do. A lot <laughs> of my... What I do is still chugging along at normal pace, which is weird. Like... Color Street is still a thing, and I'm still selling, you know, nails. I mean, I'm still writing books. Right. You have thing. edits and new books to come I still out. have, yeah, yeah, I still have a bunch of deadlines. I have like 100 books coming out this summer. It's insane. But I, I do think in that 
in that process of doing those things, I can also stop doing those things and do little things that connect me with, you know, with my house, with my husband, with my dog, just to appreciate this moment a little bit more. I think people maybe can lean into some hobbies and things too. Like, you know, like gardening was obviously a big deal for me and like, I'm obviously expanding the farm and things, but you know, that's what I'm doing, you know, on a bigger scale. But I mean, if you like growing stuff, you haven't had time to do that. Well, guess what? You have the time. Yeah. Or if there's, maybe there's a book that you want to write or a blog or something like, you know, I wanted to start a blog. Well, this is a great time to do that. And just, you know, pour your energy into something that's, that you're passionate about. Um, and, and the thing that and I have to tell just this sometimes too, but it's like, don't worry about making money with it. Like you, you don't have to do something to make money. Like you don't have, you don't to, have take, to turn it into a business. You don't yeah. have to turn your, you know, <laughs> my stickers into a business. Right. You don't have to go sell them on Etsy. Like you right. can do something just for you that you enjoy doing. Um, and I, just for the no, process of exactly. doing Exactly. And there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. So I started a new planner that I'm calling my art journal just to put stickers in. Yeah. Because I'm making so many stickers. And you love doing it. And it's so, uh, much fun. so I gave myself permission to do that. Like, you know, I'll just memory plan and write down how I'm feeling. And just if I have an empty space and I made a bunch of stickers that day and I just want to stick them down, I think it's just important to have an outlet like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Jessica, anything else you wanted to uh, bring up before we uh, go FaceTime a bunch of our friends? The only thing that I wanted to say is that. I love you and I'm here for you. I mean, I love you too, John, but oh, I love I'm every, like, this all is of great. you. I'm like, you are here for me. Thank you. <laughs> all oh, of wait. you listening. I love you. I'm here for you. If you need to reach out, if you need encouragement, if you have anxiety, I've had anxiety for 20 years. I, I understand where you're coming from. Um, yeah, I've been there, done that. Please like. reach out. If we're Facebook friends, if we are Instagram friends, you can email me at Jessica at jessicalemon.com. I just feel like you if you need an outlet, if you need a place to dump your feelings, I'm here for you. That's awesome. Well, that sounds like a great way to wrap this up. We're going to get this uh, podcast up and live on St. Patty's Day. Yeah. Um, and then I'm going to get the uh, notes to all this in the show link. Show links in the notes. Yeah. Show notes. What is that? What's the word? Links in the note in the links show notes. In yeah. the show notes. My gosh, I had that down so well. Um, we'll have links everything that we talked about in the show notes at onedrinkwithjohn.com. And uh, stay safe, everybody. Wash your hands and drink some green beer.